Hey guys, so we know that you've probably been sent to this episode by one of the coaches at STC Fit. I just wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up that there is about 20 minutes of banter at the start of the episode. So if you are here for purely the content, you can fast forward to the 20, 20 minute mark. There'll be a timestamp on the tile so you can head over there. Uh, and if you want to hear the banter, you can just keep on listening. Hello and welcome to the STC Fit Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name's Nat Jurek and with me, I'll be joined by Ben Scott and Jason Galea. On the podcast, we'll be discussing all things related to our five-step method to experiencing total clarity in knowing how to achieve your goals, present and future. The podcast is brought to you by at STC Fit for all your online and personal training needs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a share and tag at Nat Jurek STC Fit at Ben Scott STC and at Jason Galea underscore STC. Hope you enjoy the show. I actually, like, that was probably the worst exercise I've ever had to do. It's only because you guys trained in a health club. Otherwise, you would have had a safety bar. There was a safety bar there, though. Was there? Yeah. Maybe I just didn't like you. Probably. <laughs> that sounds more accurate. I think you need to pull this in more. Where? Just bend it towards you. It's really warm in here. You do have 18 layers on. Do you know why? Because I'm not wearing a bra. Fair enough. Because you forgot again? Nah, I just never wear one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's 2022. It's optional. Alex just looks at me and he's like, are you leaving the house like that? And I'm like, no one can tell. Like, <laughs> why the fuck wouldn't I? <laughs> oh, no. It is optional now. <laughs> we, as long as we're not recording, I can tell you that I left the house. Without, we're definitely recording. Just are so we? You know. <laughs> I left the house without undies on Monday. What the hell? Yeah. That's a step too far. I was wearing my trackies. I don't think that Instagram handle is going to take off. Like, no. Like the free the nipple thing. Not free or the... Or like no bra club and all that <laughs> kind of shit. I get it. No underwear. I was horrified. I, I literally that. like went to go get changed and I looked at Alex and I'm like, do you want to know something? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, I forgot to put undies on this morning. And he's like, I'm fucking calm. How you. do you forget that? Are you a naked person? Yeah. I'm not. Really? Yeah. My wife is, but I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm a naked I'll person. Be it's up, just I'll be up in the morning, like, eating my toast and shit. Amy just walks out. Naked? Like, yeah. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> this is outside. Like, There's windows there's here. There's, like, the bathroom, and yeah. from the bathroom is, like, 10 steps to the underwear drawer. Yeah. That's it. You could just put something there's on. No, mm. there's, there's nothing. <laughs> For me, there's nothing in between that. But do you want to know what's even worse? We were here. I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. So, so not only did you forget to put underwear on, but I was around you all came of you guys to a meeting. work meeting. <laughs> With no underwear on it. And right now, I don't have a bra on. <laughs> so, Fucking hell. I don't hell. know how, how far we're taking this thing. So, we are going to start the hashtag of... So, there's like no bra club. Yeah. There's pants on Friday. <laughs> There's pants off. It's like still... Even that, you still got to wear underwear. Underwear, but I don't know. What do you want to call it? I don't know. We it's need freedom. to come up. Listeners can sub- submit. Oh, my God. I hope Alex does not listen to this episode. He's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to tell him to. 
As soon as I land in Switzerland, the first thing I'm like, have you listened to the episode yet? Just to see what he, what he said. <laughs> I'm going to say you're banned. <laughs> Everyone else knows, but you're not allowed to. So, continuing on, and this is hilarious, so we can preempt it. So, this is the episode we're going to send people when they want to know what we do. Yep. And this is going to be the first thing that they hear here. Oh, fuck. Every Everyone's going to turn off. It's like, Switch. Nat doesn't wear any underwear. Underwear or pants to the meeting. She just doesn't like wearing clothes, really, by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell us about your engagement party. Oh, good time. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was so nice re- to have. Have you recovered? Just today, I woke up today and I'm like, okay, I feel human. I'm a person. Yeah, this is good. But Monday and Tuesday weren't good. It's probably why I came to the meeting with no pants on. <laughs> That's my excuse. I was hungover. How, how was your engagement party? Well, I went to, to work, work without with underwear on Monday. Monday painting a real bad picture here. <laughs> um, yeah, it was so nice to have, I think that's what we were both excited for, to have like everyone, because you never get to have all the people like that are important to you in one room at one it's time. It's so cool, isn't it? Like it just never happens. And yeah. we're like, the only time that will ever happen again is probably at our wedding and, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. So that was probably the best part. And yeah. then, like I told you, watching my dad open is like a three piece of paper with block letters to make his speech, which is really cute. Um, he just but, seems like the sweetest man. Yeah, when Jace is like, I was feeding Benji and he just looks to me and he's just there. Just the like head the shake. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I've seen that plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life. But we're, no, he's the best. We were chatting to him on the way out. I was like, yeah. I love your house. He's like, oh, yeah, it's nice. But we're, you know, now all the girls are... <laughs> Moving on, we're gonna like get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, oh. He's like, you seemed real sad about it. Was oh like, yeah. Oh, all the girls have gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just him and Benji, my mum. Yeah, no, they're gonna um, sell it and like obviously build like another house. But because like we've had so many events and birthdays mm. and everything, I think having the engagement at home, like they both got so emotional and like sentimental over it like this is the last like big event that we're probably ever gonna have here so yeah and he was already like super emotional on the day which was yeah so cute i think it's 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 cool that event thing though like like you said having we're the same we have different groups of friends in lots Mm. of different places yeah um so like i have high school friends amy has old friends Mm. there's work people there's yeah even just different work people from around the place Mm. family and shit and like to walk in where everyone's in one spot you're normally like the subgroup, yeah, yeah, the subgroup of like you're the friends, and then yeah. there's the other friends, or they're like whatever, and there's the family, or there's the all the friends. Whereas mm. this is like you know every single person there, and yeah, you invited which them is on actually fucked because we were like, oh my god, we did not sit down for like three hours, like. Yeah. It's just constant, like, you go to talk to someone and then someone else, like, grabs you and you're like, what? like where am I? What's happening? Like, just all over the place. Yeah. But, like, again, we're like, fuck. It just goes to show, like, how little you see everyone. Like, because mm. you want to catch up with everyone and then you're like, got to go talk to this person. Like, yeah. got to go talk to that person. Um, but it was really nice. And, like, obviously because of lockdowns and COVID and stuff, like, even people that we would see it, like, f- like, events or like important occasions we haven't yeah so it's like yeah. even more extended so yeah it yeah. was really nice yeah i think that was a favorite my favorite thing about having like the smaller ceremony mm. for us or yeah ceremony so it was like i think we had 30 or 32 or something yeah so it was like that was done in like an hour yeah 
And then it was like, you got I want to sit down. Yourself. I can. I yeah. want to eat. I can. Like, Did not have any food at whatsoever. You didn't? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you missed out. Yeah, I know. It was elite. I know. Because like, by the time like everything got set up, then everyone starts to come. And I did grab a plate and then I had to put it down. <laughs> and like, that was it. Yeah. So yeah. that was annoying. Yeah, I, I was disappointed because based on the theme of today's episode of getting next level results, <laughs> I had... Uh, I make it. I call. I call it protein sludge. Oh my god! Just two <laughs> scoops of protein powder. Yeah. Uh, two tablespoons of peanut butter, a little bit of milk, and you just whip it up, and it turns into like. I don't want to say a mousse because a mousse is light, light and fluffy. Yeah, but like, I feel like it's gonna be a, bit a super thick. dense yeah. mousse. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. Really? But I on purpose had that at like four thirty-five o'clock. Yeah. Because I was like, this will stop me eating like an asshole. And. Yeah, I actually, like, I ate some fruit, and I had some salad. Did you have sushi? I ate meat. I had some sushi. Yeah, but even the sushi, I was like, none, the fried chicken one, bro. I'll Uh, just have the the prawn and the salmon. Health boy. Yeah, I reckon I would have been within my calories. Really? Maybe a pretty good effort. Maybe besides the fucking, whatever the shots that were going on. The second one was all right. first one was rough. I wonder what it was. What's it called? Rakia? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yuck. Yeah, it was rough. Oh, Alex bought a bottle when we went to go, like, to keep in our house because he's like, I want to be like all the old wogs who have a bottle that just sits in their house. Yeah. And when we got home, he made us, this is like when we got all the alcohol for the event, he made us have a shot and he poured it into a glass because we didn't have a shot glass and we did it, but it was so big that it was like three gulps and I fucking died. Oof. I was like, like, what the? I'm like, how big was that? <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't know. Like, it was fine for me. And I'm like, oh my God, I can never, ever have one of those again. Like, it was That's just hilarious. disgusting. It made me gag so much. I remember being like 17 and going to like my, I think they were Italian, mm. friend's birthday party. And I was like the whitest of white boys. <laughs> and they're like, oh, do you want some grappa? I'm like, fuck, oh. I'll drink anything. Like, at this stage of my life, I was drinking Jim Beam straight out of the bottle. I'm like, <laughs> whatever, bring it. It's like, oh, just a cap. Like, just mm. a cap of the bottle, Mark. Yeah, all right, like whatever. God damn. Yeah, it literally like goes straight through you. Like yeah. I could feel it like bubbling in my stomach, and, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not good. Instantly warm. Yeah, like, like, just like full on heats you it, up. Yeah, it was like we even if you weren't next to the fire, you were standing in fog, and I'm yeah. like, I don't care right now. I'm so warm. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> not good. And then we're following up with your. Um, like reception this weekend. Yeah, yeah. So and then your honeymoon. This weekend is nuts. Yeah, we, I was just talking to Amy. It's like we finish at four o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, Amy's last client, and yeah. then Formula One all day Friday. Oh yeah, fuck. We have like, oh my god, what a like Friday for that to fall on. Yeah, extended family photo shoot on Saturday afternoon. Straight to our wedding reception. Pack Sunday, leave Monday. Oh gone for a month. God. <laughs> You're gonna be tired, boy. Keen. So I'm. I'm one of those people. I don't know if you get it too. Where it's like I get tired before stuff. Yeah. So like yesterday was huge. Mm. Um, and like a couple of big, like important things on as well. Um, so leading into it, like I didn't sleep Monday night. It was just like yeah, more stressed and tired before it's like that. The adrenaline. Yeah, like, and then yeah. last night, even though I had a shit sleep, it was like ten o'clock. Amy's like, "Why are you so awake?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, all the hard shit's done." Yeah. Like, I'm on, over the hump now. Yeah. 
yeah, fuck, that's going to be full on. <laughs> and then you're going to be adjusting to like jet lag and like yeah, 30 flying. Hours. And 30 hours transit time. Oh my God. And like you haven't done that in so yeah. long as well. So we leave at midday from here and then we get in at 6 a.m. And then we have a three and a half hour drive. Oh my God. So fun story, right? This is going to become a whole banter episode. We yeah, will get to the content, guys. <laughs> Timestamp if you want to skip this shit. Um, so booked this like ski resort. Mm. thinking autumn will be fine doesn't really matter then started to think about it I'm like is there going to be snow? so I looked it up and there's like this week if we had it gone this week we would have been fucked like <laughs> would have been the whole thing would have been snowed in fuck yeah because it, it's freak like it shouldn't yeah. snow now but it did yeah. next week's all fine but yeah it's like you know, I looked at the road going up the mountain it's just like lich- like you can see it on Google Maps how oh wavy God. it is all the way up and I was like oh that's going to be fun in ice and snow and shit but we're going to have tops of 10, so it should be fine. Fine. <laughs> yeah. 10. Well, 10's awesome. I really, really like the cold. Yeah, you're a weirdo. Yeah, I love it. I wonder... Yeah, nah, that's not it at all. <laughs> we're fucking driving in that either. Oh, my God. When yeah. we um, were in Tassie, we were staying at the top of like the mountain, like you sort of seen the view. And <laughs> there was... So stupid. There was a house before our house and we thought that was our house. Mm. And the driveway, I'm not joking, was like this. Like it was so <laughs> fucking steep and there was no like pavement on it. So yeah. it was like purely up gravel. And we had the shittest like rental car that like even to like accelerate to 100 on the freeway, it w- <laughs> wouldn't make it. So we're like, Alex, <laughs> Alex is like, I just got to go like two hands, accelerate and that's it. Like and just fucking hope for the best. So we go up the top of this like massive hill we come around the side and I'm like, I'm really unimpressed by this house. Like that doesn't look this like what it. we ordered. <laughs> and we went up to, there was like a baby seat, like sitting on the like driveway, like just shit everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck have we done? And then we go up to the door and I look inside and I'm like, people live here and this isn't where we're staying. <laughs> so then we had to go down it and he's like, oh, fuck's sake. And then we like drove around and our one had like a little bit of pavement. So it wasn't that bad, but. Fuck that. Like, this is just terrifying. That's the best. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck it, send it with that stuff, hey? Like, I drove through the Champs-Élysées in Paris in a hire car at, like, in peak hour. Oh it's God. like... Oh, it gives me anxiety. Send it, it'll be right. What's the worst that could yeah. happen? Yeah. yeah, I haven't crashed one yet. Yeah. Fuck yet. <laughs> <laughs> Please come back from yeah. Europe. <laughs> the, pri- the prices in Switzerland are stupid, so I hope we get a yeah. nice car. It's like what we paid for the week is ridiculous. Um, so fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm. That's exciting. Um, I guess we should probably get into the content for today then. Mm. <laughs> so I was going to try and like do some segue about training while nah. I'm there and shit, but yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, are you going to train while you're there? Plan is yes. Really? Yeah. Because I am pursuing going to the next level with there my you go, results. You did it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll do... My only goal is to come home lighter. Wow, you're probably the only person to ever go on their honeymoon and probably actually successfully do that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I th- look, with what we're doing, I think the only place that we'll kind of be just hanging out will be Spain. Mm. Um, and that's the second week and that's Easter. So yeah, <laughs> um, Paris and London might just be a reflection of... How fat we get in Spain? <laughs> Probably. Are you um, still going to train like three times? Yes. Yeah, week? Is that yeah. Look, I think like steps is obviously going to make up a big part of it. A lot of Switzerland's hiking stuff. Yeah. Walking around. Mm. Um. So that'll be easy. There's no gym 
where we're staying, it's closed still because of COVID. Mm. Um, so I'll probably do running while I'm there. Yeah. There's You're a, a hybrid athlete now. You can That's right. train wherever. That's right. <laughs> um, I think there's a gym pretty close to the one in Spain. Yeah. In Malaga. And then obviously Paris and London will be pretty easy to find. Yeah. Uh, gyms there. So, yeah. If I don't lift, I'll run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's the plan. And what about then, the food? So I think I've been kind of thinking about it. So I reckon particularly Switzerland's like $10, $12, $15 mm. for a coffee. Yeah. So we'll probably just like pack lunches and shit while yeah. we're there anyway. So that that'll be easy. easy. And then I reckon everywhere else, like I'll just have like one event meal a day. Yeah. And then that will be enough. Like yeah. if I go to a French patisserie and I want to have a coffee and a pastry, then I'll fucking have it. it. Yeah. Um, but I won't go to the all you can eat breakfast and, and then go like there an and the then time. go to like some bougie dinner as well. Like yeah. just, yeah, not overall. Just pick when you want to do it. Not send it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I can't relate. When I went to Europe, I came back like 10 kilos heavier. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think last time Amy went to Switzerland, her and her cousin bought a one kilo wheel of cheese. Oh my I God. I think they were there for three days and they didn't take it with them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's well, a cheese monster. So. I feel like if you just pick and choose when when you want, like mm. you don't really eat that much anyway, unless you're going somewhere to specifically eat, like yeah. for the food. Yeah. You know, like you go on like if you went to America or something, like you would eat like an asshole because you can't eat like an asshole there. Like it's, yeah. people go there for the food. And it's such a trap to like, America's a great example. We spent so much, I reckon we spent two grand. Mm. in 10 days on food yeah it's so easy to do there yeah yeah Yeah. we're the same um and like it's just every everywhere you turn Mm. and it's like that's the outing like that's the event like there's not that much to like you do your sightseeing and whatever but then you're like let's go and eat (laughs) like that's it so yeah 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 that'll be interesting to watch you're gonna vlog it all so yeah that's the plan so we're gonna do like a um online coach Mm life i said do travel vlog the travel vlog got far more votes than anything else when i post about it so we're definitely going to do that as well we might even like start a bit of a channel Mm. um and do some stuff like fuck hopefully (laughs) like hopefully one video takes off and it's like oh that paid for one accommodation yeah (laughs) um but yeah it'll be fine so yeah we'll do a travel vlog we'll do working from home we'll do um shreds on shreds on the honeymoon Mm. and then we'll also do uh, like a, I I call I was being funny on Instagram and just called it like a spiritual awakening. So I I just said to Amy, I did vote on that one on Mum. Yeah, <laughs> I like, just said to Amy, I'm stuff. like, whatever you want to do for the next four weeks, I'm in. Yeah. So like, if you want to get up and do meditation or like yeah. some breath work or whatever, like I'm in. And she's it. going back to that world. Yeah, like, yeah. So she she was very excited about that. I'm yeah. pretty sure she cried, which is. Standard. <laughs> yeah, she said it in our session. She's like, um, I'm like gonna step back into that world and I was like yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. so excited. Yeah. Everyone she's talking to at the moment keeps telling her that she's too much in her masculine energy. Yeah, that's what she said to me. Out with yeah. me too much. <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, fuck off Ben. <laughs> Leave mum alone. <laughs> Let mum do what mum Damn does you and your best. logic. Yeah. Take your logical brain away from here. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny alright so how to get next level results timestamp everyone just good right down banter and yeah. 
Damn. <laughs> Do everyone the favor. <laughs> well, I guess if you skipped past that, you mi- you missed the best bit about um, our clothing. <laughs> so um, you should probably rewind anyway. <laughs> um, so next level results. I mean, I guess we probably need to come back to where this like conversation came from for us because mm. we've been doing like some reflection over like what it is that you guys actually want. Mm. And I think it's important to recognize that like we're constantly evolving and looking at what the client needs. Yeah. Um, and like the person who's listening to this isn't the person who is using like a generic PDF program or like doing an eight week challenge or yeah. any of the stuff that like given like we, did used to talk to that person and yeah. work with that person and we don't anymore. Like Yeah. Or if they are, it's like they fucking hate it. And they they want to go to the next to level, yeah. yeah. And like they're kind of in that rut where it's yeah. like, well, I don't really want to be here, but I don't really know what else is like available to mm. me. So that's probably where this came came from and like where that next evolution and that next step has come from. It's like looking at what you guys are after, looking at what you want to achieve. Um, and also, like, it's probably important for us to mention, like, the things that we're able to now deliver. Yeah, what we're the best at. Yeah, and, yeah. like, even considering coming out of lockdowns and the way that we present that as well, because mm. obviously we've been super limited in how we can provide you guys with more opportunities. And it's, like, one of the core reasons that we can now do this is because we can do the lift off and the photo shoot. Yeah. So yeah. it's, like, we can give you guys higher standards to work towards because we can provide these events and opportunities yeah and i think it's i put a post up yesterday or something this week all the days are the same the fuck, yeah. <laughs> um, about how everyone's training goals have shifted so much like mm. particularly here in melbourne but i yeah. think everywhere i'm seeing like all these powerlifters go and do something else yeah or they're into bodybuilding now. Is a big one. Or they're into, yeah, that. they're into jiu-jitsu now. Or they're or being a dickhead man. and trying to run like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it just in general, even like with the bodybuilders and stuff are like, I actually want to go outside mm. or I want to, you know what I mean? Like they want to do something, else. something that's a bit, ex- a bit different. Yeah. Work's become a priority or family's become a priority mm. or, or whatever. Maybe it's just because I'm old and all of my friends are like over 30 now. And yeah. they're like, actually we have... Adult responsibilities. <laughs> um, so, yeah, dedicating. The, it's more, and this is the point I want to get across with this, is like when we talk about next level results, the comment I made is it's not always about more, but it's always about mm. better. Yeah. So, our thing, and I know like you're the same, even when there's not a comp, mm. it's like when comp season's on, it's like 16 hours training a week. Yeah. When it's not, it's maybe for me at the moment, it's like probably five and a half hours a week training. Mm. Yeah. So it's like literally a third of the work. Mm. But when you get there, you show, show up, up and the goal is to be better. Yeah. So it's not, I think a lot of people are losing kind of vision and those people that are doing PDF programs or like searching yeah. around for like, how do I get better results? Mm. It's like, you don't have to fucking do more. Yeah. Start training 20 hours a week and, yeah. and to get an outcome. It's just like, what do you deem to be next level results? Mm. And then what can you commit to? And let's make that time the best it can possibly be to get the best fucking outcome we can in that time. Yeah. And I think like looking at the person that, or the people that we are, which then kind of reflects with the clients that we work with. Like we tend to attract like the similar type of person to what we actually want ourselves. Heaps of people that don't wear underwear. 
Yeah, fuck. We'll soon find out, guys. Please <laughs> slide into my DMs and let me know if this is you. I'll be your coach. Don't worry about Ben. Um, text, it, text messages yeah. only, just to clarify that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it tends to be like the person who is not only a high achiever with their results, but it's like all the other things in life as well. Yeah. So like you said, there's other things that this person's trying to juggle and this kind of comes into one of the main core problems that we see is there's a lot going on. Mm. So it's like, how do I like, still commit to all the other things that are important to me? Knowing that this is still inside of my top three values, not compromise anything else, but also not compromise my result. Yeah. Cause that's important as well. Um, and I think that like, f- because of the overwhelm that comes with that, it can be really easy for this person currently to go, okay, well, you know what, this is too hard. So yeah. I'm just going to like completely put the brakes on over here so I can focus on my family, my career, like whatever mm. it is, my relationships. However, we know that you actually don't want to do that. Yeah. You want to be able to still get the result and be ticking off all of those other boxes. Yeah. And I think there's two types, right? Like, so there's <sighs> the problem we've identified is you're directionless with your training and nutrition. Mm. You don't really know where you're going. There's two types of people. There's a person who thinks they should be doing more mm. or just to get a particular outcome or they don't really know what an outcome is. Like, mm. think about when we decided not to do nationals last year. Yeah. It was like, pulled out, all right, and it was like this fucking giant void just mm. opened up beneath you. Like, yeah. I know for me, like, that's all I thought about for five years. Yeah. Was like making nationals. And it's like, it's probably not going to go ahead. So, mm. we just we just cancelled. I was like, fuck, what do I do with my life? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Mm. Then there's also me five years ago who's like, I fucking want that. Yeah. I want that thing and I want to get there. Mm. And who does have the 16 hours a week or the whatever, but doesn't know how to spend it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, what do I invest my time in? I'm willing and able and I'm like, fuck you guys. It's like, you're old and don't want to do shit. I'm in. Like, I want to get fucking shredded or fucking strong or Mm. whatever it is. I'm ready to go. How do I do it? Yeah. Well, I think that like, that's probably the transition because it's like, you know what you want, but knowing how to actually put everything together to be able to get that is like really hard right now Mm. because the education isn't there. You don't have the guidance. You don't have everything that you need to be able to put all of those pieces of of the puzzle together. And I think on the flip side of that, it's like you said, also probably evolving goals because mm. like reaching your highest potential or taking your result to the next level isn't just losing the same five kilos, yeah. you know, every like six or so months. Yeah. It's like doing the photo shoot, then I'm going to go for the lift off, then I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do that. Mm. And it's like constantly evolving. So it's like, how the fuck do I then take all of these goals that I have and make them manageable and achievable across a time frame as well. And kick ass in life. Yeah, and still yeah. like tick all the boxes and just be this like fucking weapon at, <laughs> at everything, <laughs> which is like, you know, what we would want. Yeah. Um. So I think that that comes into it as well because it's like, I want to do that and that and that and that and that. And it's like, well, how do I rein it in and know when to, and I think you mentioned this yesterday or something on socials. It's like know when to go and know when to pull back mm. and having the system behind you to be able to like put that in place yeah and i think that's and yes it's a shameless plug but i think that's the benefit of coaching Mm. like that's like i literally had that conversation with my coach two weeks ago yeah like went away and i just caught my reflection i was like like and it's the first time really like coming up i was always like oh you're too skinny you're too Mm. skinny but i'd never really disliked what i saw but this was just like 
oh, you're a slob, sort mm. it out. Yeah. <laughs> and like relative, relatively to normal life, probably not so much, but like yeah. compared to what I'm, the Used standard to. I set for myself. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. Like I'm going to the gym five days a week. Mm. Like this is, and my coach was like, now three weeks ago <laughs> we had a conversation yeah. and your goal was work, yeah. health, blah, blah, blah. Training was to facilitate that. We'll drop your calories a little bit, slow cut, mm. calm the fuck down. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, yes, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I have been put back in my place. Yeah, it's like, okay, don't be a dickhead because I know what will happen is yeah. I'll go flat out for three weeks and then I'll feel overwhelmed because work's not getting done and training's still subpar and I'll just like yeah. collapse. Yeah, this has literally been me for like the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm ready to diet next week. Yeah. And next week, oh, he's like, another two weeks of maintenance. Yeah, like, and, and that's what a coach is there to do is like, this is what needs to happen right now mm. for you to get to the next level of the goal that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So coming back to like that direction, directionless with training and nutrition, mm. it's like you're either lost and don't really have a clear focus on what you mm. want, which is, makes it really hard to put together a plan, mm. or you've got like all these spinning plates that you're not sure you can't manage, mm. but you want this outcome still, and you still want to keep like career, family, where social life, whatever it is that's happening, mm. you want to keep those plates spinning, but still get an awesome outcome. And we use obviously the examples of like the lift off, yeah. the photo shoot. Um, even if you're like one step before that, and you just like get in your best shape and yeah. get way stronger than you've ever been. Like those just elite, elite level outcomes for you as an individual. Yeah. And I think like, it's also important to recognize that like, you probably are still getting a result. You're probably just not happy with it. Like, mm. you know that you're capable of more. And I think yeah. that that's the difference between the person that listens to this and just like your general like gen pop client yeah. who is happy just losing, you know, the five kilos, looking a little bit better, feeling a little bit healthier. You might still be doing that, but you're like, okay, what's the next step? Like yeah. I'm bored of this and I need to do something yeah. more exciting because that's not kind of fulfilling my needs. And like I can relate to that hugely. Like I remember when I'd kind of done a few years of training and I was like, fuck, you know, like I do this a lot. I put a lot of effort into this, but I don't know how to like express that in something mm. that's valuable to me. Yeah. Um, and I remember my coach just kind of like, she was in the bodybuilding world and she was like, come to a comp. And it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was the only thing that I could see that was like, if I work really hard, then that'll be cool because that's a way to express that. Fuck. That is soundbite that, Tim, that <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to express these outcomes. Yeah. Because it's like, you've already got the change, right? You've, mm. you've shown up to the gym, you've trained, you've probably got those newbie gains. Now things have slowed down a little bit, mm. but you keep showing up because you like it facilitates different. We talk about values and all that kind of stuff facilitates all of that for you, mm. but there's no expression of it. And, and, life, I, yeah. and like your physique looks the same. Your performance looks the same. There's no measurable difference in your strength. It's just like, you're just showing up and getting a little bit better mm. maybe all the time. But if I said like, tell me what the results you got in the last six months, people are like, uh, I haven't know. done much. Don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Whereas, and I think a lot of people fall into bodybuilding off the back of that, which is. Yeah. A thousand percent. People are like, oh, bodybuilding is bad for you. It's like, no, it probably just wasn't the right goal. You just, you picked the wrong thing to express. To, yeah. Which is why we lean towards photo shoots first. Yeah. It's like, do a photo shoot and then tell me if, if you, you like want to keep going for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's so easy if you are that person, like you you're getting the result, but you're also probably thinking, what's the fucking point? Like, why am I putting in all of this effort? Mm. Why am I showing up so much? You know, why do I say no to social events? And why am I like, you know, the boring friend and all of these things yeah. when I don't have this like 
you know, cool outcome and result to show for it. Yeah. And like, that's what we want to provide. It's like, give you a avenue to be able to express that, show up, be proud of what you've achieved and then like reach the next thing. That's sick. That, yeah. was, that was a big <laughs> for me. Well done, Matt. <laughs> so that ties into like the second problem that we see the most yeah. with the clients, right? Is that like life keeps getting in the way, which we've kind of mm. amongst that kind of touched on. It's like we have you got engaged. You've yeah. got, obviously going to have to plan a wedding. I've had a wedding and yeah. going to go overseas and all that kind of stuff. And it's the easiest, like we could finish this in one sentence. Mm. We won't because you guys will be bored, but <laughs> life only gets in the way as long as you let it. Mm. Yeah. And it's about making, again, if you have direction with your training and nutrition and you have purpose behind mm. it, life gets in the way a whole lot less. Yeah. And with, again, with the right, if, yeah, with the right coaching, you can put yourself in a position where when life gets in the way, you can still make get results. Yeah. Like when you say to your coach, like, I just want to fucking like go crazy on a deficit. And mm. the coach is like, two weeks more maintenance, please. Yeah. It's like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah. Um, I think that the best way that I can like describe this, and I saw it with a client yesterday, I think it's a really great example, is knowing how to pick and choose your battles. Mm. So like I have this client who is working um, in a hospital in the COVID ward. She is studying at uni. So she works full time. She's just bought a house and she wanted to do the photo shoot and the lift off. (laughs) And we had the conversation last week where she said, I'm fucking stressed like to my eyeballs. Like I don't know what to do. And I said, all right, we probably have to have a conversation around. Is it worth Mm. doing both of these? Can we just do one? Yeah. And then she came back to me yesterday and she's like, thought about what you said. Um, don't really want to diet right now. Probably can't commit to it. But if I can be well fed and trained for the lift off, then let's do that. Like, mm. And all her like stress levels had come you know, back to being normal and regular. And she'd you know, gone and sought out who she needed to seek out. And I was like, that is the perfect way to like capture exactly what we're talking about. When we say life can get in the way, like she had every fucking excuse under the sun to say, pull the pin on both, can't mm. do any. But she went, no, this is important to me. I can still do X if I manage it this way. Mm, the, go- the stress of dieting out of the equation. Make sure I'm well fed. Manage all my like recovery variables outside of training and this can still happen. Yeah. And I was like, that is it. Like that is exactly who we're talking and to. And she can turn around in six months and go and I'm say, I did that. Nailed that. Yeah. Um, under all the circumstances and like still made it happen. <coughs> Not to mention she had a full-on knee reconstruction yep. and to be able to train lower body for like six months. Um, so that was just like the perfect example of like how this can actually play out. If you let it, like yeah. if you are able to let go of the things that you don't need to do and kind of like create a hierarchy of what's important to you, that you can still go and achieve really cool shit even under really stressful circumstances. Yeah, it's so, so interesting. You know what like bothers me a little bit? What does? Tell me, Ben. This whole like... If you're a type A personality, if hmm. someone says that, yeah. or like you're a perfectionist or you're a whatever, that every single time I read that mm. on social media, there's a negative connotation applied afterwards. Yeah. It's like, do you suffer from like um, perfectionism and that means you don't and, and you do and you this and this and, and you this. Like, here's yourself, all the shit things yeah. that you do. It's like, hold up. Mm. Hold up. Because... A lot of the people that I know that are like that mm. achieve some pretty fucking cool things. Yeah. So, like, how about we leverage that 
Yeah, don't try and fix it. Just try channel it in the right area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the best way I've I've had it described to me um, about myself was like, so like I was like huge partier when I was younger. Mm. Like grew up in Shepparton. There's nothing fuck better to do. <laughs> Just get wasted on a weekend. So, and it was like, you had all this energy that mm. you needed to get out and you just didn't know where to put it. Yeah. So it was like, at the time I was like, well, let's just get fucked up a weekend. That'll mm. be fun. Then it was like, okay, find something else. Then it was like totally obsessed with training. Then mm. it was like totally obsessed with business. It's like, well, I put 200 kilos on my powerlifting total in mm. four years. We are won't go into the stats of the business but we're doing yeah. pretty good <laughs> i would say like yeah. better than most personal trainers so it's yeah. like how about we lean into that and go well if you're that type of person mm. leverage it and get yourself some wicked outcomes yeah yeah we've had this conversation before and like i have a thousand percent notice the same thing where it's like you're this type of person let's fix that and let's not aim for perfection because yeah, that's that. a bad thing. Like, that's going to fucking destroy you and, like, you know, break you down and you're not going to be able to sustain that and all this shit. And it's like, well, number one, you probably don't need to sustain it all the time. Mm. Like, that's the best part. Like, yeah. you can know when to go and know when to pull back. Number two, it can actually help you, like, achieve something really fucking cool that you probably wouldn't achieve if you didn't have that high standard for yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword, like, for some people who don't know how to manage that yeah there's having realistic goals and expectations Mm. in terms of outcomes that's one thing yeah but to say you shouldn't aim for Mm. really high outcomes like that's not it yeah and like fuck this just goes down like we would go down a huge rabbit hole and like fucking wipe the entire content for the episode (laughs) because like this just falls into like the all the hustle culture shit as well Mm. where it's like don't work hard don't burn yourself out don't do this it's important to rest don't do that. And like, yes. And yeah. if you know how to manage this stuff, you can do that. And like, you can achieve something really cool. So I think it just goes against a lot of what today's culture and society like preaches to us Yeah. of self-care and like, look after yourself and blah, 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 yeah. blah. And I posted about it the other week. Where it was like, don't let self-care like turn you off working hard and showing up and yeah. achieving something cool. It's funny. 10 years ago, we used to have conversations with clients about shit their family said mm. like oh just have just have one or you're yeah. already in shape why are you going to the gym like yeah. all that shit that's what this bullshit on social media is yeah it's virtuously posting oh it's okay to rest like don't, mm. like you're gonna cook yourself whatever because it's like don't do that because i'm not yeah and that makes me you're feel bad me. <laughs> call me and yeah. i'm not working so hard enough if you're the friend that trains really hard and everyone's like oh just come have a drink so it's, like, it's the same yeah yeah it's like i i haven't seen anyone fucking killing it Mm. Who, whether it's in the gym, with business, life in general, who's posting that? No. No, definitely not. So it's like, which group of people do you want to be part of? Yeah, That's- which is just like, I think it's the elitist mindset versus being mediocre and being happy with it. And that's yeah. fine. You're allowed to want that. Like, you're allowed to just want to settle with average no one's saying that that's wrong but maybe don't push that agenda on everyone else yeah if you're not it's like no one else if you're not happy with that it's that. also okay yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I, I'm the same it's like it's okay that you don't wanna mm. I'm gonna though yeah that's fine <laughs> you do you. I'm not gonna tell <laughs> yeah. you that you have to do what I'm doing but yeah. don't tell me that I have to do what you're doing yeah yeah yeah. so last one unhappy with their current results mm. again we kind of touched on that already yeah. just like whatever you're doing at the moment and I think the biggest 
thing for this. And even some people are unaware of this even. Mm. That it's like that that question, tell me the outcomes you yeah. got in the last six months. Yeah. Yeah. And that like sits with people and they're like, whoa. Nothing. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> fuck, that's, I've put in say three, four, eight, ten hours a week just training. Mm. Not the time and energy you put into food. Mm. The emotional energy you put into thinking about what you're eating, your yeah. training, all the preparation, the recovery stuff you do, the going to bed early, the mm. skipping the, like, choosing poached eggs on plain fucking toast yeah. at the weekend <laughs> and not having that extra drink and yeah. being the designated driver, all of that mm. over the last six months. And when you look back, there's no tangible outcome that you can say, well, mm. Matt, I did this. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I mean, how many times do you have those conversations where it's like, are you happy with your result? And the person's like, yeah, I'm happy with how I'm going. And it's like, cool, what's the outcome? Mm. And they're like, radio silence, yeah. like, no fucking clue. Um, which again, is just like the what we said before, it's having somewhere to be able to express that. Mm. If you don't have that, then the same losing the five kilos or like hitting the gym PB, like, that's not enough yeah. for you. Like, if you want a high standard of results, like, I know for me, like, hitting, PP, hitting a PB in the gym doesn't mean much to me at all. Because mm. I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Show me where else I can do that. How can I make that better? Yeah. So, I think that it's... I think the, a lot of people aren't getting that, though. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I can't even point to that. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, even if you are, it's like, that's not enough. Like, mm. that's not it. That yeah. doesn't give you that tick of, like, I did it. I mean, if yeah. I... I got the fucking 140 that I nearly killed myself in your garage for. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not it. Like yeah. my PB is still what I did on the platform. Yeah. Like, I'm like, that doesn't count. Yeah. So I think like knowing. It counts to me. It was pretty gangster. It doesn't count to me. <laughs> <laughs> not until I do it on the platform. <laughs> it was a pretty badass lift. Yeah. But I don't know if it would have counted on the platform. It was a bit hitchy, but yeah. it was still pretty fucking. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, it's not it. Yeah. Um, And I think like knowing what your standard is for yourself and being able to like have a tangible way to measure that to say like, yes, that is what I aimed for. And I ticked that off. Like that's the way that we want to look at managing your result because like having the the wishy-washy like um, way of viewing that isn't enough. It's so funny. Like we, we obviously talked about how we've kind of shifted and looked at like what we're the best at, what our clients are looking for, who we're kind of dealing with. I just want to fucking go train right now. Oh, I know. I'm going on my honeymoon and I cannot fucking wait to train in every gym in Europe. That's sick. Um, So let's look at, I guess, our method. So obviously, like we said at the start, like this is an episode to tell you what we do Mm. and and who we do it for and the outcomes we get. So we've refined our method, Mm. renamed it. Yep. We're pretty happy with the acronym. Mm -hmm. It's called the master method. Yes. M A S T R. Yeah. Fancy. Abbreviated. No E. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Gangster. <laughs> yeah. So what's what's the master method now? So we've got mindset, which obviously you guys are all familiar with. Approach, which falls under programming, so it's the approach to your goals in the gym, like what you're actually doing. Sustenance, which covers nutrition, so why we eat, how we eat, and you know, putting together a diet. Um, training, so training for strength and body composition and knowing how to prepare for you for your training sessions and um prepare for like movement assessment 
and recovery. So all the things outside of the gym that you can do to optimize your result. Um, so obviously you guys have, like if you've been listening for a while and if you've seen our stuff, like you would have seen us talk about like mindset. Mm. I can't remember the, our last order. Like training, nutrition, um, lifestyle. So it's all still very similar, but just again, more fine-tuned to yep. the specific problems and solutions of the person that's listening to this. Yeah. Firstly, it just sounds so much cooler. It does. The master method. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but secondly, like Nat said, it's been from our end, like how do we refine what we do mm. to take this person that resonates with us hugely? Like we've just brought in three new coaches mm. and it resonates with all of them as well. That's yeah. why they're part of the team. Like it's been a very conscious decision to mm. develop the method and the coaching process yeah. to to facilitate these outcomes. Now, we've obviously talked, um, not deliberately, just like mm. the way that our content rollout has kind of been. We've talked a lot about mindset, but mm. we're assuming some people haven't heard this. Yeah. So if we start with the mindset piece, mm. that direction, feeling directionless yeah. with training and nutrition and life getting in the way, both of those things gonna a lot of that's gonna come back to your mindset mm. and it's we don't do it's not like <laughs> let's all like amy take me to europe and have a spiritual awakening <laughs> it's like how do we get you to execute the to the top best of your ability day in day out and achieve the outcomes that you want and not get to the end of it like nat and go yeah i did that but a pb in the gym didn't fulfill what i wanted mm. it's like well how what would What's yeah. the what's the value we need to tick off for you mm. to identify that? So there's a f- there's probably four things that we look at in that area. So the first one's establishing a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. So the thing that that solves is people that say I can't. Yeah. I can't be that strong. I can't do a powerlifting meet. I can't do a photo shoot. I can't yeah. be. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Life's in the way. I can't. Yeah. And the the idea of a growth mindset is that where you are currently is that's that's all it means. Yeah. That it's not fixed. You can move beyond mm. where you are right now to achieve essentially whatever you want. Yeah. Next is the ownership. So people are either good at, usually are okay at one oh, of these are. and not so good at the yeah. other. <clears throat> so I've always been very good at growth and ownership took me a long time to learn. Yeah. Um, so if we look at ownership, ownership is taking responsibility, whether it's your fault or not. Mm-hmm. So, like, your client who has 400 things to do, studying, yeah. full-time job, bought a house, blah, blah, blah. It's not her fault that yeah. life's crazy. But if However, she wants a result, it's yeah. still her responsibility. And yeah. it's it's like the responsibility there is like, oh, I didn't meal prep this week so mm. because I was busy with work, so I got KFC. Yeah. It's like, uh uh-uh. mm you chose to have KFC. Yeah. Like, that's, like there's <laughs> yeah, no... Yeah, it's so fucking easy to do. Like, yeah. you know, you, you can... I did it yesterday. I was like, <laughs> I haven't done nothing this week. And I'm like, there's this, this, this. And I'm like, wait, who's, like, whose fault is that? Yeah. Like, it's my fault. I could have changed that. Yeah. So it's so easy to do. Um, but I think what we are trying to get you guys to be able to do is recognize when you're doing it mm-hmm. and then make a different decision. Yeah. Because it's like I can sit there and say, oh, I haven't trained yet and it's Wednesday because I had my engagement and I was hungover for three days. And, and there I didn't was wear work. underwear on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like just all this stuff was going on. 
And then it's like, okay, but there's still four days left in the week. So yeah. I'll make sure that I schedule in my training sessions for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yeah. by the end of the week, they still happen. Yeah. And that's it. Like this, this part of it is not about making you perfectly mm. in a growth and ownership yeah. mindset at all times. <laughs> yeah. It's about, if, if that is the outcome, neither of us have achieved it yet. So yeah. we, we can't claim know. to coach it. <laughs> um, but it, the goal is to get out of the opposite of that. So the fixed mm. or the deflective mindset in yeah. as short as possible time as you can. So yeah, because for most people, they can't even recognize it, let alone take half an hour to mm. make the different decision. Yeah. Like that might take a week for some people. Or a month or six yeah, months. Yeah, so or, it's like yeah. trying to shorten that time frame yeah. so that when you do it, you know how to get yourself out and then change your trajectory for the next X amount of time yeah. so that by the time you get to where you want to be, you've done what you needed to do. Yeah, and like a good example of that is like what's the narrative at the moment? It's like, oh, well, we were locked down for two years and then since I've been out, I just wanted to see my friends and family and mm. blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, so you couldn't train mm. and then you have decided again, you couldn't train again now that you're out and yeah. you couldn't make good decisions. Like you decided all along those things. Yes, yeah. there was external factors that maybe influenced the decisions, mm. but you made the decisions. Yeah. So taking ownership of that, I can get results. I'm not stuck. I'm not victim to my surroundings. Yeah. I can go and get whatever I want to do. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I think like a lot of that, like following on from the next two things that we kind of look at, it's the values and the goals. And if you've got the values, then that makes those decisions a lot easier. Yeah. So you can look at what's actually important to you and then, you know, make decisions on a day-to-day basis that align with that and then go on to set the goals in alignment with the values. Mm. So it's like everything kind of weaves back into what you actually care about, not what everyone else says that you should care about because you've been in lockdown and you should be spending time with family or whatever it might be. Yeah. So it's all very interconnected. But once you kind of get that, and you can see it, like we literally get you guys to like write it out on paper, like sit down and spend some time analyzing it. It makes everything so much more seamless um, and it makes just the decision-making process and the way that you view these things day, like day and night in comparison to what it had been. Yeah, and I think like I always use, for me, it's the Holy Grail. It's the 300 kilo deadlift. Mm, yeah. It's like, it's not the 300 kilo deadlift. No. Like that won't, That'll be the sign mm. uh, at the end and that'll be a really incredible moment. But what's going to be a bigger part of it is taking a couple of years off. Mm. The work I did for five years that every single day I improved and felt better. And yeah. then like what I'm doing at the moment is like I'm actually still a person and can still train <laughs> and still kind of strong. Yeah. So it's like what step, what are you stepping into the gym to feel in the moment, not just what's the outcome? Mm. And I think th- that question that you ask is like, what would you, what would your results be like if you just did what you said you were going to do for the last six months? Yeah. Yeah. And p- again, that's another one of like, fuck way better than they've been. So if we can improve your ability just to complete the task you say you're going to do, you're going to get better results. And that's yeah. why this mindset pill is so important. So knowing why you're going to the gym and then setting goals that facilitate them. It's not about the photo shoot. Mm. That's the outcome. And that's how you're going to say at the end of it, like, yep, job done. Yeah. But it's the process of working towards that, Mm. that actually gets you to show up on a day-to-day basis. Because if you don't like that thing, you don't like the daily showing up, then like, you're not going to fucking do it. And then in three months, you're going to, or three weeks, fall off the wagon yeah, more and likely. then be starting again and blaming life again and shit because you're not actually aligned with mm. what you give a shit about. 
Yeah, and then I think like the extension on the goal stuff, which is obviously something that we've been talking about with like the change in how we like deliver this, is getting really specific. And like you always, well, you've started to talk about a lot is having time sensitive goals and having like creating some urgency around that because so easy to just like fluff around and not actually make the progress that you want in the six months because you don't actually set yourself the deadline Mm. because it's like, oh, but that's hard. Yeah. Like that's going to call me out if I don't do it. So I think creating some urgency around that and setting a framework and some timelines around this needs to happen by this time and this needs to happen by this time so that when you do reflect, you can go, yeah, I did do that by the time I said I wanted to do it. Yeah. How many times have you been asked like, what, maybe not as much for you, but what do I need to hit in my numbers to compete? Yeah. Or it's like, what should I be lifting by this time for that to be good enough? Yeah. And it's like, well, if you set a deadline for the competition and you show up and you do your best Mm. and then the next time you set a deadline and you show up and you do better. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the end of that conversation. It's not like like our last meet. Mm. Fucking... We were two weeks out, I think, yeah. and Anthony Cruiser messaged me. Hmm. So, for those who don't know who Anthony Cruiser <laughs> is, he's probably going to be, hopefully, if he stays healthy, yeah. the best powerlifter Australia has ever seen. Mm. He's 26, I think, yeah. and totals 980. Walked, messaged me and was like, hey, I'm going to come and do that, your meet. Hmm. I was like, oh, Okay, so I'm about to lose by 400 fucking kilos. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. And I missed out on fourth place because Anthony showed up. It's yeah. like, well, what am I supposed to do? It's like, oh, I'm not going to place because yeah. Anthony's going to be there. And a kid broke. I say a kid. Just yeah, because he was small. He was tiny. I think, what did he deadlift? Five times body weight yeah. or something? First time ever no, to do it? No, I think it was six times. Six. Yeah, six. yeah, so deadlifted six times body weight. Yeah. Nearly beat my total with his fucking deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so what? You just don't do it. Yeah. It's like, no. Set the thing, mm. get the best outcome. I didn't leave that meet thinking like, oh, fuck, I'm not as good as those guys. Why do they even bother? Like, yeah. Nah, I did the thing. Because I said I was going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, one of my clients, um, she is in the army and like her schedule is like insane. Um, and she'd been saying like, I want to do a comp, I want to do a comp, I want to do a comp. And I'm like, just tell me when and we'll make it happen. Mm. And it was February and she goes, there's a comp at the end of March and I want to do it. And I'm like... <laughs> Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so we did. Um, and given like she could have done better with yeah. a bigger prep, but she was like, I want to fucking get on the platform yeah. as soon as I can. It. I want to do it. And then once I do it, like that sets a standard for what happens after that. Yeah. So like she, she did it. She showed up. She did every single thing she needed to do in and amongst all the other shit that she had to do. And we managed all the variables. She performed really fucking well. Um, and then just sat back and went, fuck, I did that. Yeah. Like, I did that given all the circumstances in four weeks. Like, yeah. it was such an accomplishment. And, and again... Ima- imagine what the application was like in that four weeks. Oh, yeah. Insane. Yeah. Because it's like, I've got to fucking go now. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm not going to do well. So, yeah. like, I need to do this shit. Yeah. Like, I've had injuries 10 days out. Mm. And it's like... Yeah, same. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I literally... I remember having to cancel work because I couldn't walk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... um. I don't know. I jarred a bone in my knee. Remember that? Like, yeah, yeah, literally, I reckon it was 10 days out. I Mm. still couldn't walk five days out. But it was like, everyone's got like that back niggle. Yeah. Or that hip niggle. (laughs) Or that like, I get a little pinch in the bottom of my squat. And how long does it hang around for? Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, 
put a date and a time on something that you've got to do yeah. and that you've been working towards. I was That'll doing go. my rehab <laughs> yeah. three times a day. I was like, ele- it was elevated. Yeah. Like I could have just probably got some crutches and got around work and mm. just like, I'll just rest it. Yeah. It's like, uh-uh. No, it was like it. working through painful hamstring curls with a band and mm. doing all these rehab exercises three, four times a day, ice on, heat on, some walking. Yeah. Like constantly because mm. in 10 days time I had to do the thing. Yeah, because it all needed it. And if it's 10 weeks time, it's like I have to make sure I do my warm-up properly. Yeah. I make sure I actually sleep properly. I make sure that I eat enough. Like mm. all of those things happen because yeah. if I don't, I'm not going to be able to get the outcome. And how many people walk around, I think that's the best example, with a niggle mm. that you're just like, it. yeah, it's like, I oh, go see the osteo once a month. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah you know, you need to do this. And mm. they're like, oh, I know. So how often do you do it? Oh, once a week. Yeah. And like the best way that I can kind of like describe that to someone is find that thing for you. Mm. Because like you said, for you, it's powerlifting. For me, it's powerlifting. I said to Alex the other week, I eat better when I'm prepping for a meet. Mm. That's not like, don't give a body shit about my body related, composition. Yeah. But I'll eat way better and yeah. I'll pay way more attention to my diet yeah. than I do when I'm actually dieting. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's just not the thing for me. Like, that's like not yeah. important enough to me. Yeah. So, I think when it comes to the goals, it's like, find that thing that does that for you. Yeah. So, that moves into the next thing, which is like, I guess that's the us part, which is mm-hmm. like the approach. Yeah. So, the, the symbiotic relationship here that is like coach and client that I think is really, really important is to be able to... Be honest with each other about what you're capable of mm. doing. Yeah. And then building a framework that's going to get you the best possible results. Mm. So it's not overshooting and asking you to train 10, day, 10 hours a week if yeah. you can't. It's not um, pulling you back and only training three hours a week. If you can train 10, you want to, but I've got a bias that high achievers should rest. Like, yeah. if you want to go, let's fucking go. Like, finding where that along that scale, that spectrum that's different for every person, mm. where is that and what do we need to do to get you your best result right now? Yeah. We're, again, which is a moving target because like this month versus next month is going to be different. Totally different. Yeah, and I think like for a lot of people, it's not actually understanding the variables that matter when it comes to putting that program together for the goal. Yeah. Because like that's going to be totally different and the best example I can give from that is every single person in the programming workshop call for Be Bulletproof was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> how much thought goes into putting one of these together? Like, I had no idea. Yeah. And they're like, so glad I outsourced that because I don't want to do that. I don't want to think about that. Mm. But like, if you are someone who is working with a coach, then it's knowing, like you said, what those variables are. So you can communicate to your coach, like, this is too much. Yeah. This is too little. Like, can we go here or, or whatever it is? And if you're putting it together for yourself, well, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. You need to know that stuff to be able to, like we say here, yeah, like program platform program for body comp yeah and and you'll i know because i do it when i program for mm-hmm. myself and that's why i have a coach mm. either you'll go one of two ways you'll do all the shit that you like yeah <laughs> and you won't get any better or you'll flog yourself yeah and stop training every three weeks that was me in lockdown i said to jace i've got all my equipment do you want me to just put my program together he's like yeah and I just stopped training. So I'm like, what the fuck is this? I hate this shit. Like I gave myself everything that I hate. And yeah. I'm like, this is not it at all. Yeah. 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 And then the flip side of that too is like, I've got tons of stuff in my program at the moment. I'm like, really? Yeah. Mostly because I'm shit at it. It's not that I don't yeah, like yeah. it. I'm just That's fucking That's what I did terrible. to myself. And yeah. I'm like, 
Yeah, because it's listening like, to me. <laughs> my coach has just been like, cool. So if you've worked in straight lines for the best part of seven years, yeah, do a lateral lunge. Mm. What? Yeah. <laughs> and rotate and throw a ball hard. What? <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's not a deadlift, bro. I yeah. can't. <laughs> what are you talking about? So it's it's really important for that relationship to be open and to say like, this is what works like what I like, what I dislike, that's part of training mm. is doing, is enjoying your training sessions. But also like, we're going to put this in. Mm. You're not going to like it. Yeah. But we need it. It's giving you a little bit of what you want with a little bit of what you need. Yeah. And knowing yeah. how to find that balance. Yeah. Because um, it was so funny. Again, in the workshop, like one of my clients, I remember, um, so she's getting married and um, she was doing a hypertrophy block and she said to me, can we do no more high reps? And then we did the call and she's like, I just realized how fucking stupid that question was <laughs> because like my goal actually, like yeah. we should be doing this. Yeah. Um, so again, it's like knowing how to put in a little bit of what is actually necessary mm. for the goal because it's like, I know you like to do fives, but you want to look good. Like yeah. it's probably not going to yeah. be conducive to that goal. Yeah. And you can have a five on a leg press at the start of your workout yeah. and then we're doing volume shit. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like knowing how to kind of put that together for someone so that they like it enough to actually do it, but yeah. also get the results they want at the end of it. Yeah. That's my relationship with Alex and your fiance. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't want to do this, Mark. But it'll be really good for you. But I don't want to go if it's in there. It's like, <laughs> the fucking cardio at the can end we, of Can we do this instead? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. will you give that 100%? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Then we're in. It's like we find a way on that spectrum to get the outcome. Yeah. Right? And I had that conversation with another client yesterday. It's like returning to training has got a, like, a long way to go mm. to get back to his goal as a liftoff. But it's realistically probably like he hasn't trained for eight years. Mm. And he's a truck driver. So imagine yeah. how he moves. Yeah. So it's like, okay, send a program that was just like mm. single leg, beast dance, fucking all the functional movement. It's like... I put the veggies in the um, in the pasta sauce, <laughs> yeah. but there was big chunks. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "So I'm embarrassed when I go to the gym and I don't want to do this." Yeah, and I was like, "Well, that's not going to fucking work." No. So here's a program that's machine based. It's going to get you moving again, and mm. I need you to do this at home once a week. Yeah. And then we build from there, and that's like not probably typical for the person we're talking about, but it's understanding meeting the outcome mm. with what you're going to show up and apply yourself to yeah. the, the the best possible. And we've got in there like getting to the platform and prepping for a shoot. I think it's really important. And I think the the trap that people who feel that lost and directionless with training, they don't know why their programs is, it's there. Yeah. They don't understand like, like people come to be bulletproof because they want to learn how we program and why we program. Mm-hmm. Right. But most people out there training don't even know what the purpose of the program is. Mm. Let alone like why each exercise was chosen and rep range yeah. and why we set that RIR here and blah, 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 blah. They don't even know what the outcome is supposed to be at the end of it. Mm. It's just like, I'm just training. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, a really good example of that is like the photo shoot prep that we have, mm. which is like the first phase is heaps of like lower body volume. And then the second one is like, so much shoulders like so much (laughs) and everyone gets that program and they're like where's all the glute work yeah like why is there so much upper body yeah and it's like understanding how this plays out Mm. not just like today yeah but over the course of like blocks and phases yeah um to 
by the time you get by to the end of phase one and phase two to have what you want. Yeah. Cause like, you're not going to be able to do that in that four week block, mm. everything that you need. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's, it. it's like, that's based on what most women want to look like mm. in a photo shoot. It's yeah. like, and people go, oh, I don't want big manly shoulders. Like, mm, you might. When it makes like, your waist look small, you do. Yeah. And it's like, but I just want big glutes. It's like, yeah. So yeah. if your shoulders are wider, your waist looks smaller, mm. which means your glutes look wider. It's like, oh. You look better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do that now. Yeah. It's like understanding that stuff where most people just go into the gym and do a program. Yeah. And it's like, I know I need to train glutes lots because I want nice glutes. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then from the front. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I have no quads. Yeah. And it's like, oh, do you want quads? Because, like, in my opinion, my humble opinion, <laughs> quads look quite nice too. Yeah. So it's like, how how do you balance all that and be really clear on what you want as an mm. outcome? And then powerlifting is the same. It's like, yeah. oh, I want to do, like, we call it a lift off. So it's like a pre-novice comp, basically. Show up in normal clothing, mm. lift some weights, hit some PBs, have a great time, eat some fucking burgers afterwards. Yeah. The the programming approach to that, it's the same thing. It's like, but I want to squat, bench, and deadlift. Mm. It's like, why am I not be- deadlifting 14 weeks out? It's like, yeah. Because you need to hinge right now. Yeah. And we don't need to be able to fatigue right now. Mm. And people don't understand that, like, it's not communicated to, like, they'll just go, I want to get strong, like your client. And like, I'll just do fives. I'll just do threes. Yeah. It's like, okay, so what's the stuff that you're doing to make you better at the thing? Because mm. doing the thing is part of it. It's important. And doing the thing will make you better at it. But you probably need to do some other stuff to also get better at it. Yeah. And again, it's knowing how that plays out over a period of time and what's actually necessary at each point in time to get you there as well. Because um, like I, one of the things that you see with like the person doing strength is just doing triples every eight weeks. Yeah. And it's like, that's yeah. not going to get you stronger. And like where else in life do you do that? Yeah, you don't. Like, you don't. Right? Like, you mentioned the nurse before. Mm. The nurse doesn't just go and be a nurse. Yeah. The nurse has to go and learn what medication there mm. is, what, like, how to improve bedside communication and how to, I don't know, many things that a nurse does. So I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling here. But you know what I mean? Like, you have to yeah. go learn the thing. Yeah. So go learn the thing physically that then ties over. You still have to show up and do the nursing. Mm. Like, you, when you're at uni, you have to do placement. Yeah. But what do you do before placement? Yeah. Learn the thing. And it's like, you ask that person, like, did your lifts improve between those eight weeks? Yeah. And they're like, maybe two and a half kilos. Like, if you're lucky. Yeah. And they've been training for a year and you're like, oh. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because maybe you need to get better at the skill. Maybe you need to build some more muscle. Like, maybe there's all these other things that you're not doing right now that it's actually stopping you from getting stronger. The same body doing the same squat just eight weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. So Instead of a different body with more muscle and more coordination and yeah. who's got a different slash better squat, mm. that when you get 10 kilos yeah. between meets instead of two kilos between Well, it's meets. the body composition or the weight loss equivalent of losing the same five kilos. Yeah. It's just like doing the same shit yeah. just in the next like, you know, three months time. And it's just, that's not it. Cause you're not, not going to look at that and go like, fuck yeah, I improved. And I, I don't know about you, but nothing hurts my feelings more than thinking about that. Oh, it is the fucking worst. <laughs> like putting in so much effort and not getting that. That's the thing. Cause I'm like, like oh. do you, you probably feel like shit all the time. Number yeah. one, <laughs> like number two, like how much time are you wasting? Mm. And you haven't actually like reached that next like level. You haven't seen what you're actually capable yeah. of. Yeah, you, and you could probably do half the work short. and get the same outcome. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
All right, so sustenance. This one is, I think, like thinking about who we were talking about previously and I guess like the problems that we commonly looked at, it was like the under-eating, the restrictive diet, um, not knowing how to eat for the goal. I think some of that still applies now, but I think a lot of it comes and something that like I put down this morning was it's using the emotional brain to dictate like nutrition rather than the logical brain and not making decisions off what actually needs to happen to facilitate the goal. It's basing it off what's happening in my life. It's basing it off like how stressed am I? It's basing it off what did this guy say this morning? Like, yeah. you know, wh- how do I feel? Am I puffy? Like all of these other like emotional... Puffy is the best word. <laughs> but it's true. I'm pretty fucking puffy today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the person who doesn't have the education behind it is going, I feel like shit. Mm. So exactly like you did. Like let's slash my calories. Let's start dieting. Let's go aggressive. And let's do all of these things to like fix it right now mm. without actually having thought about what happens down the track. What does that mean for that goal that's actually going to mean something yeah. down the track? Even trends, man. Mm. Like, obviously, we use a data tracker to measure all everything that you just mentioned, like that subjective kind of feeling as yeah. well as objective measures. Yeah. But it's like, oh, I feel rubbish. I'm like, yeah, you feel this what you've entered here in terms of data is exactly mm. the same as what you entered in terms of data four weeks ago. Yeah. Or it's exactly the same as what you entered as data the last time you were on the last week of your program. Yeah. Or the last time you missed sleep or the last, yeah. it's like, it's just that. And that makes sense. And you can see it and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. I'm not a fat piece of shit. It's yeah. just like this week or yeah. today even, <laughs> even worse. Yeah. Well, I had a conversation with one of my clients, or Mel, she was on the podcast last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously she was like at our engagement and she did a check-in on Monday and she's like, I don't know what the fuck to do. She's like, I don't know how I want to eat. You know, like I, I feel like shit because we obviously ate and drank a lot on the weekend. Should I diet? Should I like go in a surplus? Should I stay maintenance? Like I need your help. And I'm like, okay, what's the goal? Mm. She's like, I just want to look strong. I want to be strong. I'm prepping for the liftoff. And I'm like, cool, let's just go to maintenance. Yep. And she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, that is just like the perfect explanation for not knowing what to do for the longer term goal because you're so yeah. caught up in how you feel right now. Yeah. And it's being able to like zoom the lens out and go, okay, but what do I actually want in the next three months? Yeah. What do I need to do today to make sure that that happens regardless of how I feel right now? Yeah, I think the biggest thing about nutrition and like again with the Be Bulletproof content as well with that education side of it, it's learning what we can be proactive about. Mm. So when we set you up, we do a habit formation phase. Mm. We need to get you confident with whatever nutrition management plan we've decided upon whether that's macros, mm. whether it's eating well, whether it's protein, whatever it is, whatever on that scale we've decided that we're going to commit to. Mm. And I say we as in client and coach. Yeah. Then we're going to say after a period of time of this, when we're getting subjective and objective data that suggests you're ready, which is in, in our language, we say green boxes because mm. they turn green if you score high. Hey, dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> then we can go, all right, we can go into a active fat loss phase Mm. and as coaches we'll say this is going to be for six for eight for ten for twelve weeks and this is what's going to happen and then i'll I'll often write like reassess here yeah in the in the plan so the client can see like all right i need to go 
to there. Mm. And then it's like, all right, week, so say I've set 10 weeks, week six, it's like, oh, I'm pretty fucking tired, mm. I'm struggling, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, week six to 10, probably a stretch. Yeah. Can you give me two weeks of 100%? Mm. And then we'll do a two-week diet break and we can go again. Mm. It's like, how much more, how much better for your mental state is that? Yeah, it's like... It's like, uh, it's only two weeks. It's only two change. weeks. Yeah. And then I get more food. Because you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You're not like, oh my God, I need to diet like this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I'm stuck here forever. And it's, yeah, that is one big one. It's like, mm. you don't have to diet forever. And then the big, the next part is like, well, I can commit for it for two weeks and then I get to, to have a break. And then I can still go again and still get, mm. st- like, we've got time to get to the first shoot. I'm still yeah. going to look great. And then some people go, oh, but then it takes longer. Yeah. If I have that two-week break, it's like, does it? Mm. Does it take longer than when you cheat on your diet? Yeah, than when you go For backwards. the next month, because <laughs> yeah. you committed to 10 weeks. Yeah. And then you just, like, don't tell your coach about mm. that food that you ate on the week then, that, the cookies that you snuck in, the Twix bar or whatever that you were yeah. consuming along the way that you just, like... We just lied to yourself you didn't eat I don't track it it didn't count (laughs) it's like okay so who ends up taking longer yeah well the person that's fucking up every week Mm. yeah well it's it's having a roadmap. yeah it's like how do you know where you're going and how do you put things in place because like you are you're going to come up against a roadblock at some point like whatever it is Mm -hmm. but it's knowing that you have the ability to put something in place to make sure that that doesn't actually derail you. It's just like you've gone around it. Yeah. Like that's it. It's just a little detour, but it's not taking you off the path entirely. Yeah. And that's what everyone who doesn't have things set up in this way does. Yeah. They go off the path entirely. And then it's like, okay, I'll just reset that same goal, yeah. but we'll try and achieve it in another eight months instead yeah. of should have been done three months earlier. Yeah. Or go even more extreme and then fail harder. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah so even worse. <laughs> you just go 10 foot backwards. Yeah. And the same thing happens in the other direction too. Like if you want to build muscle, mm. it's like, cool, we're going to, what I always like to do with that is like set a waist measurement yeah. target. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to put on some weight and your waist measurement's going to go up and that's part of it, particularly in the first two weeks until things sort of try to figure themselves out, particularly yeah. coming out of a cut or whatever. So we do that. How much confidence do you have in, like, when you wake up and you feel, what was the word you used? Was it puffy. Puffy. <laughs> you feel puffy and you like, oh, fuck, I need to diet. Yeah. It's like, do waste management. Mm. Oh, I've actually only put on one centimeter out of the three or four that we've allowed. Yeah. That's fine. And then I can look at my data and go, well, last cut in eight weeks, I lost four or five mm. centimeters off my waist. So I know that I can... Body yeah. fat will just pull this back really quickly mm. and keep the muscle mass. Yeah. So, and during that last block, my performance still improved while I lost that four centimeters. So we're in actually a pretty good spot. Mm. And I think one of the things in here was like using emotion, not logic. Yeah. It's really fucking hard to use logic when yeah. you don't have data. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I feel a type of way, mm. but if you don't actually have anything to confirm that for you, you're just basing it off how you feel and that's not accurate because yeah. you're emotionally invested in what's happening. Because most of the time, you'll talk to someone else and they wouldn't have even noticed that you looked that different. Yeah. Like, no one's going to say, oh, you gained three centimeters around your waist. Like, yeah. no one else can see that. You're just going, I feel yuck. Mm. Maybe you've got more food in you. You've got yeah. more volume in you. You've got oh, more my, carbohydrates. My clothes like, feel different. Yeah, it's because your muscles are actually fed. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think not being able to see that is the biggest problem because mm. like it's so easy to focus on the shit part. Yeah. Like a lot of people will go, oh, I feel puffy around like, you know, my midsection, 
But then you look at like the hip measurement and like the glutes have gone up by five centimeters. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't notice that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's why you feel bigger. Yeah. And that's part of the goal. Yeah. Like you that's should feel bigger. That's why your pants are tighter because your ass is bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like the, <laughs> Which is what, what you we wanted, want. right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like being able to actually see everything on paper and then formulate your next steps off that rather yeah. than how you, how you responded when you woke up in the morning. Yeah. And I think one for the guys there as well, like who want to get massive. It's like, don't get fat. Yeah. Get massive. <laughs> yeah. So it's like these things work in the same way. It's like, yeah. oh, I feel like I'm starting to get pretty big, bro. It's like you've got the ability then to be like, uh, your waist measurement's getting a little mm. like you don't want to have to diet for 20 weeks on the back end of your hashtag bulk. Yeah. Like measure this shit because sometimes it goes the other way. Like, mm. and I've done it in the past where I was just like, I'm just going to eat so much food. I don't care what happens. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking massive. Yeah. And then I was like, dieted and I was the same weight. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I just got fat. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <Yeah>. <laughs> that <laughs> didn't not work. not do that again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it works on, on both ends of that spectrum. Yeah. And I think like the other thing that we haven't touched on is like from the strength perspective and that probably plays into it as well, which is like, I want to get stronger. So I just need to eat more. Mm. And like eating more turns into eating like an asshole. Yeah. And then instead of looking good and being strong, yeah. you're just like a little bit stronger. Could be better if you actually ate properly and yeah. mostly fat. Yeah. Like, but let's like powerlifting is just like doing the same thing without any, um, without having to be as disciplined with your diet. Yeah. Like that's the meme. It's like, mm, good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know how like that could be That stronger. niggle feels yeah. and the sleep that you didn't get and the progress yeah. you don't make because you're not actually managing your food properly and you're just eating like a prick. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just not it. Nah. It's not a fun way to live. And you're not actually putting yourself in a position where once you're done with that, you can then go on and go, okay, cool. Now I want to do this. You have to go backwards and like reverse all the fucking damage that you did yeah. in that phase. So yeah. you're actually not getting a better quality, like a higher standard of a result yeah. because you have to go back and fix all the shit that you just fucked up in that phase. Yeah. And look, there, we probably have to make, um, make note that some people are willing to sacrifice other, pa- other mm. parts of their life to achieve a specific outcome. And like I, until 12 months ago, yeah put myself in that category. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about anything else in my life mm. in terms of physicality yeah. other than getting really fucking strong. Mm. So getting up and down and playing with my niece and nephews was really challenging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talking on a YouTube video, it, Even harder. <laughs> it actually seems was really challenging. And I, at the time I didn't care. Yeah. But we, if you're at that stage where I don't care, I'll do everything to be the best at this that I mm. can. There's such a thing as weight classes. Yeah. And gone are the days where the fattest guy wins. Mm. Like Will Crozier, Anthony Cruzner, yeah. all these guys are fucking peeled so they can Not fit fat. into their weight class at their height. Mm. So it's like there's no... like It's not the excuse anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or hashtag weight moves weight, bro. No, fucking muscle <laughs> moves weight. Like, <laughs> Feel less fat. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, those days are over now. Yeah. 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 So I think like that's a really big consideration for the strength people yeah trying to put together a diet that supports that goal training training so the thing that i that stands out to me and we've broken it down into like lifting for strength and lifting for body comp is knowing what you need to do and how you need to move for both of those goals mm. to support that and actually execute movement in a way to facilitate those outcomes yeah, and yes, and the the fact that you need to know both. 
Yeah, and regardless of the goal. Well, because they're gonna yeah. swap over. It's yeah. like sometimes, even if you want to get really strong, you're gonna have to train for hypertrophy and yeah. moving more weight and not actually like putting a stimulus on the muscle. It's not it. Like yeah. you're not gonna get stronger. It's yeah. gonna hurt yourself. So knowing how to execute for both of those goals, mm. and like you get the person who's like doing a three rep squat, going, I don't feel my glutes, and it's mm. like. You're not fucking meant to. Yeah. Like, you're just meant to move the weight. <laughs> yeah. So it's knowing yeah. what you're actually looking for yeah. inside of those there's, movements and the execution as well. There's going to come a time where physique progress is limited by your strength. And mm. there's going to come a time where your strength progress is limited by your amount of muscle mass. Yeah. So you need to know how to do both. Sometimes they overlap depending on the previous pillar, like the programming and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, execution of knowing... So, so that client that we talked about, like they mm. want a five at the start of their session and then yeah. we, can, we can sell them the volume after that. It's like how you do the five is not the same as how you no. do the 10. Yeah. And understanding that, the why behind that and it's one of my biggest pet peeves. It's like, oh, powerlifting and bodybuilding are the same. It's like they're fucking not. <laughs> no. They're not. One is movement-centric, <laughs> yeah. one is mus- muscle-centric. Mm. They're not the same thing. And understanding yeah. even within a program, so something that we do, but we didn't talk about in the programming section is like, this exercise mm. is for hypertrophy. Yeah. This one is for strength. This one is for function. This one is for whatever, party tricks. Mm. Like, this is specifically here for a reason. I need you to execute it with that in mind. Well, it comes back to the definition of technique that we have, mm. which is like through a predetermined range of motion, like for a specific um, like way of trying to elicit that response. Mm. And... If we break that whole entire paragraph down, it's like the lunge that we use is yeah. the perfect example for that. Because it's like if you're lunging to grow your glutes, if you're lunging to challenge the hip, all of these, if you're lunging for your quads, like that's all going to be executed differently. So if you just put a lunge in someone's program yeah. and then they go and do that in a certain way that the coach didn't actually want them to do that, you get to the end of the block and you're like, why is that still shit? Yeah. Or like, why did you not grow your glutes? Or why do yeah. you have no hip stability? Yeah. So it's like knowing how you're executing for the purpose of that goal. Yeah. And you'll do it the way that you're the best at it. Every time. Which just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, if you're a hip dominant person, like yeah. I lunge, like I squat, like yeah, I'm, I like a low bar squat. I hate uh, lunging for my quads. Yeah. Hate it. Yeah. I'll never do it. <laughs> Unless I actually look at it and it's like quad and I'm like, fuck. Fuck my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So really, really important. And I think like being an online coaching group as well, like being able to assess your own lifts is really important. Mm. When you're online or not, like even face-to-face clients, like we we need, you're going to train more times mm. a week than when On you're with own. me. Yeah. So you need to be able to assess during mm. a set. How does this feel? How does it look? Etc. After a set, after a session, mm. over a week, how is my lifting this week? Yeah. And be able to to identify to plug into that and and execute it consistently. Yeah. And like just know what you're looking for. Like obviously we teach the progression regression model and we teach like the reference lines. And it's like knowing what you need to look for to then be able to fix that in the moment. Yeah. Like not have to send it to your coach, wait till Monday for your check-in, wait to do that session again on Thursday yeah. and then try and be better at it. It's like knowing what you need to look for so that when you look at the video, you don't have to send it. Like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. Yeah. I'll fix it in the next set. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Last one. Yeah, recovery. So this, the way that I like to put this is everything else that happens outside of your time in the gym. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, what yep. are all the other things that accumulate? Like they're all kind of little things that people just tend to miss. Like, mm. yes, it's nutrition, but it's like, when are you eating? What are you eating before training? Hydration, like alcohol, sleep, stress management, all of those things that on their own don't seem that significant. But when they accumulate and when they accumulate and they're all fucking downhill as well, <laughs> like that just puts you in the worst yeah. possible position and yeah. it's going to cut your progress short. So it's like, what are all of the things outside of training that I need to consider? How can I maximize them so that when I go into the gym and when I, you know, fast forward three months time and look at my results, like that's a reflection of everything looking really good as like a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to add to that. And I think the the hit home message that I would put on that is that's the difference between a trainer Mm. and a coach. Oh, a thousand percent. So a trainer or a programmer and don't their Instagram handle doesn't dictate yeah. this. <laughs> like you fucking put whatever oh you coach. put PhD in front of it, I don't yeah. care. Writing a program for someone and just giving them the program and not considering lifestyle factors mm. and recovery, recoverability of the individual that is a moving target mm. is just programming. It's not coaching. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure you've had heaps of it. Client, I reckon at this point, 70% of my clients have had COVID. Yeah. So it's like, what, are they just going to do the program again? Yeah, I know. Or I... are they been educated enough throughout the journey? So I had one of my girls who got sick and she was like, yo, my RIR is supposed to be one next week. Mm. I have fucking ate toast all week last week because I had a, like a gastro bug. Can I repeat week two? Yeah. Which was rep and reserve of two. And just like, and I was like, yes. And you can drop half the volume of your accessories as well. Yeah. If you feel like doing them. Yeah. And she was like, okay, sweet. Guess who's going to have a good week mm. and feel like she won and tick a box and not draw out being sick for one week for the next six weeks. Yeah. And who actually will recover and will show up next week and hit that one rep and reserve mm. and probably hit a PB for the block, possibly an all time PB. And it's looking real good for the lift off again. Yeah, I had the exact same thing with a client who got just sick, like mm. just no COVID, just sick. Because that still happens. It's fun. Who it's knew? amazing, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're lucky her. So she got sick. I said, you haven't trained half volume next week. Mm-hmm. She did a half volume. She's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like that saved my life. Two weeks later, got COVID, <laughs> came back and has done half volume without me having to say anything. Yeah. And he's like this has just stopped me from feeling like shit for the next month mm. instead of like just calling it right now and knowing like where to draw the line and like, you know, how to kind of manage things so that it doesn't spill over any longer than it needs to. Because right now I'm like, oh, I've been trained and I need to like, you know, go balls to the wall to make for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it goes one of two ways. You either don't train the second week because mm. you're like, oh, it needs to be perfect before yeah. I go back. And then how do you feel after a week on the couch? Fucking horrible. And the next week is atrocious. He's yeah. like, this sucks. Like I had, I don't know if it was COVID or a head cold. I stayed home, guys. It's fine. <laughs> I did a rat test. It was negative. <laughs> rat test has been negative. Yeah. Anyway, four days literally just fucking on the couch. Mm. All I wanted to do was move. Yeah. But it's like going and do half volume. If I had stayed on the couch for another week. The worst. It's like now it takes two, three weeks to get going again. Yeah. Those decisions now, mm. you're able to look at and go, what makes me the best in eight weeks? Yeah. Not, I don't have to worry about this moment. Yeah. What makes me the best in eight weeks? Mm. 
And then once the eight weeks comes, it's like, cool, we're doing another one in six months. Yeah. Or we've changed our goal to the other side or we've chosen some other quantifiable time-sensitive goal Mm. and we're able to go, well, this decision that I make right now Mm. across all of these pillars makes me the best body composition and or lifter in the that time frame. Yeah. And I think like that's the best way to put it for all of these things. It's like being able to zoom out and make the decision that services you in three months time or six months time, not the you right now. Yeah. And like, that's what takes you to the next level. Cause you're yeah. not caught in this spiral of like trying to just make yourself feel good in the moment, like get mm. this instant gratification or this validation and feel like I'm on the right track. But then in two weeks time, like, everything turns to shit. Yeah. It's being able to zoom out and go, no, this is what's going to help by here because mm. this is the like the golden ticket and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So outcome-wise, by the end of all of that, mm-hmm. hashtag master method, <laughs> with no E because we're cool like that, Yeah. should have a clear purpose in your training and nutrition. Mm-hmm. So if we look through those things, like getting your mindset in place, putting a good program together, setting up a nutrition plan that's going to work for you that's both proactive and reactive. Same with the program. You know what you're doing with your training. You know how to assess your lifts. You know how to measure whether it was a good session or not. You've got all of that in place and we're considering lifestyle and we're able to, again, be proactive Mm. and reactive in the methodology methodology that we use. Um, That's going to end up on the brown sauce list as well. (laughs) So if we put all of that together, we do have a clear mm. purpose in training. And because we've got this hybrid proactive reactive method, that allows us to progress under all circumstances as well. So mm. this like life got in the way thing, fuck that. Doesn't happen anymore. We don't need that anymore because yeah. we can adapt and get an outcome at all times. Yeah. And that outcome is tangible. Mm. So when in six months time, when Ben asks when you, when we get back on it and I'm like, tell me the results you've got in the last six months. You have an answer. You don't have to go, why have I wasted so much fucking time? Unfollow Ben, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I don't (laughs) want to tell this man anything anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And then obviously like the biggest thing that comes out of that is being able to take yourself to the next level. Mm. So it's like reaching and capitalizing (coughs) on all the effort that you put in and like making sure that you have reached your potential and you've been able to see what that is for yourself and grow on it and evolve on it. Yeah. Because, like, that's not capped. Yeah, and that's exactly, yeah. Your highest potential isn't limited. Yeah, yeah. Which awesome. Is a good take-home message. Well, that's a good place to leave it. I want to go train. Yeah. Go train. <laughs> yeah. I want to go redo my goals, and I'm going to tell Amy that, like, fuck the honeymoon, I'm just training. <laughs> Stay home. It's just going to be... Doing the least off, doing the photo yeah, shoot. <laughs> that's going to be a gym tour of Europe. Fuck it. <laughs> it can't be a gym tour. You're already doing work. Oh, you want to so. go? You want to go walk on a glacier? Nah. 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 I got some got li- weights to lift. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just meditating in the morning, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, everybody. Um, if you guys like this episode, if mm. it was valuable, please tag and share mm. um, onto the story. So you five can star rating too. Sorry. Five star rating. Um, and tag at SCC Fit at Nat Jurek SCC. Fit. At Ben Scott STC. Um, and I can't remember Jason's handle, but at Jason Galea underscore STC. Um <laughs> I've done that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you guys are interested in online coaching, like we mentioned throughout the episode, we have got some new coaches starting with mm-hmm. us. So we've got Zion and Seb at the moment. 
Um, so you can slide into DMs or submit an application through the link in the bio. Yeah. And one thing I guess we did today was talked a lot about the what, not mm-hmm. really the how and, and the application stuff. So jump onto stcfit.com, have a look around. Mm-hmm. We have tons of free resources on there, lots of articles. Obviously, there's more episodes of the podcast as yep. well. Um, have a look around there. Milk us for all we're worth because yep. um, the purpose of them being out there is to improve the standard of training and help people. Yeah. So, yeah, get in and check that out. So just stcfit.com. Yeah, and if you've heard the liftoff talk and the photo shoot talk and you want to get involved, um, there's probably still some time depending on where you're at right now. Mm. So touch base immediately. And if not, we have them biannually. So end of year will be happening around November. So definitely now is the time to get involved. Maybe I'll do November for my birthday. Yeah, you and I both. That'd be fun. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) Stay tuned for that news. Yes. (laughs) All right, thanks everybody. Bye guys.